everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of When I Grow Up. On today's episode, um, I have a new friend with me, and her name is Susanna Wong. Hey, Susanna, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Am I pronouncing your last name correctly? Yes, it's uh, Wong in English, but in Korean, it's Om. Om Shi. Om. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I was gonna say I haven't really heard that last name before. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, um, Susanna is here with me today to tell me more about her job. She is a makeup artist, and I'm sure a a ton of other things. But um, I know her because actually uh, she recently did an event for my family. My brother-in-law just got married and she graciously came like an hour to beat us <laughs> and did my sister-in-law and um, my mother-in-law's makeup. And it was a, you did a beautiful job. So thank you so much oh, again. You. <laughs> um, and you can't if you're just listening right now, even right now, I feel like a little bit self-conscious because I'm like... <gasps> You're oh, why? so good. And I'm like, oh, no. is she judging me right now? No, no, no. <laughs> um, but I feel like, no, the only reason I say that is because, like, you know, I feel like, okay, for example, like, I studied, like, film. Oh, okay. I can't really watch things normally anymore. I'm like, oh, I kind of, like, I criticize yes while I'm watching so I I just feel like oh maybe other careers are like that maybe you see oh. someone's makeup and you're like hmm interesting <laughs> no I don't you I don't? actually don't I criticize my own work a lot uh-huh. but okay. when I look at someone else I don't I don't criticize their <laughs> makeup at all I I'm sorry I just just a sidebar but anyways <laughs> all that to say thank you again for all that you did that weekend of the wedding I we oh, really no appreciated problem. it <laughs> um, yeah it was it was such a blessing for me too um because I don't know it just worked out so well and I knew it was kind of a spontaneous thing but even just meeting Pearl too like you know, I felt like it was very purposeful yeah. and just great conversation getting to know her. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm excited to get to know you more today. Yay! Um, so, Susanna, let's just jump right in. Like, OK, um, what does a tip? Are you so are you a makeup artist? Is that your title? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so what does a typical day in the life on the job look like for you? So typically I, I do a lot of wedding hair and makeup. So Mm -hmm. mainly makeup, but I also do hair as well. Um, So I specialize in bridal makeup. And so my day in the life would be kind of like, um, you know, early start in the morning. So I would wake up at like, you know, really early, whatever time I need to be at the venue or the getting ready location by. Mm -hmm. And then once I get there, it's like, it's just kind of like a crazy storm of everything, you know, because I have to get a lot of people ready in a certain amount of time. And so it's like, you know, the schedule is very tight. We have not a lot of time to get, you know, a couple of people ready. And usually hair and makeup takes around like an hour or so to do one person. And so, yeah, yeah, it's very time consuming. And so the day goes by super fast. It's like, really hectic. I usually never eat lunch or, you know, I don't get to eat in between. And so I just work throughout the whole thing. And then once I'm done, I'm like, I like go home and pass out. So (laughs) that's kind of like my day when I'm working, when I'm working as a makeup artist for a wedding. That's crazy because I can't, I mean, you know, um, so I personally had a large bridal party when I got married. I had 
I think I had. Uh, I think we had seven on each side. Oh wow! Okay. So like, okay, so like, I mean, have you done a bridal party that large before? Yeah, I actually have one in May. She has like nine bridesmaids. <gasps> so yeah. Wow. Okay. So like, yeah. Are you you're gonna do everybody's hair and makeup? No. 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 Oh, okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think my minimum. Uh, for me in one day is like four people okay or like my max my max is four people okay and and so if it's anything above four I always have to bring um you know second artists or other artists with me for that wedding okay so how does that work so I would you know before we even get to the wedding day I would have to know how many people there are and then I would create a schedule based on how many people I need to get ready. So let's say like seven people I have to, you know, get ready, including the bride, Mm -hmm. then I would find like two other artists or, you know, however many artists I need within the timeframe. So if like they only have five hours to get ready, I would have to bring, you know, multiple artists to try to finish all these people within a certain amount of time. Uh And so I would bring like two or three or four, however many we need to get that bridal party ready in that time frame. And so I would create a schedule and then I would, you know, place each bridesmaid with a particular artist so that it's not confusing for anybody. Um, so that's kind of how I do things. Yeah. So do a lot of makeup artists do it like that too? Is that a common practice? Okay. Yes. Yes. I think it's pretty common. And a lot of, you know, for me, I work alone mainly, Mm -hmm. but I know a lot of other artists who actually have a team. Um, of artists under their their company or under their name and so um, you have like a constant rotation of artists that are working within that same um, company so yeah I see there's a lot of freelancers who just work on their own and then collaborate with other artists for a wedding Mm -hmm. or um, there's you know bridal teams where they have a bunch of artists under their company working for that particular company I see so yeah like you know I would assume that each makeup artist has their own style of doing makeup. Yeah. So how do you, I mean, like, how do you find other makeup artists that have, like, similar styles? Similar. Because the reason I ask is because as the bride, I guess I would hire you based on what I like, right? And right, right. if I like that style, how would you go about finding other artists to do yes. styles? I don't yes. Know. <laughs> so that, it's actually really hard to find someone that has a similar style to what I do. Mm-hmm. So when I find an artist like that, I'd, it's like, you know, I want to stick with them, I you know, see. for a long time. So okay. I I know many artists um, that are here in the Atlanta area. And so a lot of them have a very similar style to me that I found. So I found, you know, a couple friends through Instagram. Um, Instagram is a huge platform to find other artists and other creatives. And so I actually, you know, found a lot of people through Instagram and I reached out to them and I was like, hey, I need an artist for this day. And I know we've never met, but would you be available? So like, that's how I would find other artists. I would look at their work through their social media, through Mm -hmm. their website. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of how I would go about it. Oh, wow. Okay, man, what a time we live in. So I feel like it's so much easier, you know, to do it like that. (laughs) Um, Okay. So like, can I ask then, like, Mm -hmm. how does everyone get paid? Because I feel like, I don't know, 
you're yeah. kind of leading that team. If right, right, right. Other artists under you. Yeah. So it all the usually for me, what I would do is I would collect the payment from the bride, uh-huh. and then I would pay the other artists. Okay. So it wouldn't be bride directly to them, but it would be through me, and okay. I would give it to the artist. Okay, and yeah. that's like usually understood among artists. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, so there's this, like, common, like, understanding that this is what happens in the makeup artist world then. Yes. Okay. Unless, um, it would be different if, like, let's say I'm just the makeup artist for the bride and then she hires a separate hairstylist. Uh, Then it would be a completely separate payment because she's hot. The bride herself is hiring a separate, um, artist to do a separate service. uh And so then I would only be taking like the makeup portion and then the other person would take the hair portion. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Cool. Okay. Just learn something new. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so you said you specialize in bridal, but um, I'm curious, do you do any other types of uh, makeup artist work outside of bridal? I do. Right um, well, right now I don't. Mm-hmm. I actually started off with um, the film. So I started off working in the film industry. um, And then when I moved back to Georgia is when I started getting into bridal. Oh, okay. Where did you live before? Sorry. So I, um, I actually went to makeup school in LA and I lived out there for about three years. And then I, so after school finished, I freelanced out there. And um, the first jobs that I got as like a, you know, starting out artist was all in the film industry. And so um, that's kind of where I started up. I worked in film and did like commercials, music videos, and then like more set work is what I was, um, what I started off with. And then when I came to Georgia or moved back to Georgia, I transitioned into bridal. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I have so many questions. Just yeah. answer. Um <laughs> I'm so curious, but like, um, I'll just ask, um, so what was your experience like working on film sets? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to ask this um, question, but yeah, it what was, was it like? It was amazing. I love working on films. Oh, it's wow. like my, I think I would call it my first passion is mm. working on films and, um, it just kind of happened. Like when I finished school, my school actually has a really good program where they actually help you with like a career counselor. They will give you and connect you and direct you to people who are looking for an artist. And so um, I would apply to every job I could get my hands on. And I would, um, you know, in the beginning as a creative, I know a lot of this, this goes through like all platforms, but um, I had to work for free a lot in the mm-hmm. beginning. So just to get my name out there, just to get my foot in the door, um, just to get more experience, I had to work for free. I had to work just for, you know, credit and, um, you know, for my name to be put on this project. So those were a lot of like the work that I did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But through that, I was able to network and meet other people who were working in the film industry. And then later on, they would hire me as their makeup artist for a Um, budgeted film so something like they didn't have a budget for I would do it and I would work for the experience and then later they would remember me and then hire me for um, a film that they had a budget for and they were able to pay me yeah so um yeah I loved working on films it was like 
it was amazing. I loved it. It was hard work and long hours because film sets are like, you know, usually around 12 hours. Um, and so you're just on set all day, uh, working like five days a week, 12 hour, sh 12 hour days every day. But it was, it's so fun and mm -hmm. it's so rewarding to like finish off a, a really big project. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So what would you say was the best part for you when you were in that time of your career? Um, I loved the character development part of the makeup. So um, I actually really enjoyed reading the script and reading like what this character is about how they develop throughout the film and then creating a makeup look to go with that development was like the most fun for me. So I um, love that. That sounds yeah. so fun. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. yes. Okay. Keep so, going. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't interrupt you. I just like, got excited. That's what, I know. <laughs> so that's what really excited me about working on a film um, is just like getting into that character and you become a part of that process you know like reading the character who they are what they start out with and then what they end up in the end of the film and then you just kind of base your makeup and whatever you're doing to that character throughout that character development within that storyline and so it just it was a lot of fun it's like it's like you're creating something with other people too. I had to collaborate with, you know, wardrobe stylists who pick out the outfit for the actors. And I would talk about, you know, what they're going to be wearing for that particular scene. We would, um, you know, think about hair and makeup at the same time and just kind of, you know, create this character and make something, you know, out of nothing, out of like a script and just reading what this character is about. We just kind of make, um, you know, a makeup idea, hair idea, and wardrobe idea mm -hmm. through the script. Yeah. That so it was so much fun. Sounds <laughs> awesome. No, only, yeah. I mean, and what's so cool as you're talking, I'm thinking, wow, like, because I love storytelling. I love, mm -hmm. like, you know, hearing stories, watching movies, and things like yeah. that. And um, I mean, I never thought about how through makeup you can tell a person's story too. Yeah. And I guess like, and now that we're talking about it too, it's like, oh, I guess that's why makeup artists receive like, gl like Golden Globes yeah. and Oscars because yes. they're part of the story. They are. They that's are. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, then let's, you know, let's take me back then to the okay. very beginning, you know, like okay, okay. at what point. Susanna were you like this is what I want to do I want to do makeup and hair and um yeah all of that like can you even take okay. me back to like high school even yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um the beginning of like this journey for me um in the beginning when I was in high school um I was going to I went to college um but once I started college I realized I didn't know if this was what I wanted to do. And I struggled a lot with, you know, what, what am I called to do? What am I, you know, what is my purpose on this earth? And, you know, what am I um, made for, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that, those were a lot of the questions I had in my head throughout high school. And I really, I think it was, I think it's a personality trait for me, honestly, but it, I couldn't really just go for a job that, you know, was stable and that I knew I could make a financial, like st stable life. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like I needed to do something that I was passionate about, something that I was called to do. And mm -hmm. I think um, 
just searching for that. I, when I went to college, I was majoring in early childhood education because I thought I wanted to be a elementary school teacher. But as I was going to school, I was like, I don't think this is my, my path. I don't think this is what I'm meant to do. And so um, I actually took a break from college. I took a break. And during that break is when I actually decided that I wanted to go into makeup. And this decision actually came very, um, in a very, I guess, unexpected way. My mom actually suggested it to me. And um, yeah, she was the one who was like, hey, you know, I know you're struggling and I know you're just trying to figure out what you want to do. She was like, what if you went, you know, what if you went to makeup school or what if you went into makeup or do hair or, you know, do something like that? And um, when she first brought it up to me, I was like, I don't know. Like I, you know, cause in high school I was not into makeup. I didn't wear makeup until probably like my early twenties, like when I was in college and I wasn't like one of those girls where she grew up like loving makeup, doing makeup on all her friends. You know, I wasn't really that kind of girl. And so I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I would even be good at it. I don't know. And, um, and then a couple weeks later, I was like, you know what? I think I want to do it. And so I looked up schools because I didn't want to technically go to cosmetology school because there's a difference between cosmetology school and then makeup school. Mm-hmm. Um, cosmetology is more, uh, I guess, specializes in hair. They do teach makeup and they do teach nails but they teach more hair and like hair color, hair cutting, hair techniques. And I didn't really want to go in that route. I wanted to learn all aspects of makeup. I wanted to learn, you know, makeup application, beauty makeup, special effects makeup. I wanted to learn all of that. And so I looked for a school that was just, um, you know, catered towards makeup. And I found one in LA and I found one in New York. And so I told my parents and my parents were, Um, actually really supportive of my decision and they were like yeah you know go for it and so um, my dad and I actually flew out to LA um, for a week and we toured the schools that I wanted to go to and then I you know chose a school that I liked and then um, a couple weeks later I packed up my stuff and then we drove my car like cross country all the way to LA and then that's when I started school. That's insane (laughs) (laughs) um I mean I say it's not insane I feel like you just kind of breezed by the story like no big deal (laughs) um but like there were a lot of turning points I feel like there were worry and I'm I'm really shocked and amazed because um well like okay let's be real here for a second. Like, I mean, I think especially in the stigma of an Asian American household, right? Like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, you deciding to take a break from school, from college is not um, necessarily like celebrated um, in our culture. Right. Um, And so I'm curious when you made that decision, I can't imagine Mm -hmm. it was an easy one. Yeah, Um, Yeah. So like, was there like a breaking point for you that you were like, you know what, this is like, I mean, because you said you needed to find your passion, but then like, mm-hmm. in um, like just some pushback would be like, you can find your passion, but still finish school. Right. So like, yeah. what was it for you that were you were like, I need to like break from everything? Um, I think it was just like, I think 
I don't really know what okay. my breaking point was. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really like a moment where um, I was like, you know, I can't go to school anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it was just very like that, that decision was actually very natural for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it just kind of happened. Um, and I think for my parents, they, they were okay with it. Um, and when I, when I just said, Hey, I'm just going to take a break from school. They were like, okay. You know, it was just very, like, they didn't, they didn't ask me like, Oh, why? And like badger me about my decision, Mm -hmm. but they were like, okay. You know, like, I think they could see my, my struggle Mm -hmm. and like not being able to like do well in school at the time and just, you know, really struggling with, um, you know, going to school and then also working at the same time. It was really hard and Mm -hmm. so I think they understood that I needed a break Mm -hmm. and um, my parents actually they're very not typical as an Asian Korean American parent Um, my parents never pushed me or my sister to you know go to college or have a certain degree or like pursue a certain career Mm -hmm. they were very open Mm -hmm. to um just letting us do what we wanted to do and just finding what we were passionate about and that we wanted to do as a career. They were really supportive of that. And so I think when they, when I told them I wanted to take a break, they, um, they just were like, okay, you know, like you can take a break and you can go back to school or you can take a, you know, like Mm -hmm. they were very, very open about my decision and, um, they supported it. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I think, it just shows how much they trust you and yeah. trust God, you know, to take yeah. care of you too. And that's yes. amazing. And I feel like if they hadn't given you that leeway, maybe you would have never found what you're really passionate about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, um, I totally agree. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. And so you were saying you, you and your dad drove cross, cross country mm-hmm. to LA. Um, I mean, how, so you grew up in Georgia, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was born in LA and uh-huh. then I, but we moved here when I was really young, like three years old. So I, I pretty much grew up in Georgia. Oh my gosh. Do you know uh, me too? I, I, Oh, you do? Yeah. I was born in Anaheim, California. Oh, okay. Okay. A little bit more South. And then I yes, came yes. here to Atlanta when I was four. Oh, okay. And then I actually went back to school at UC Irvine. <laughs> oh my gosh that's yeah. like literally what I did <laughs> but I actually finished my school at University of Georgia I transferred out oh, my okay. third year but my parents okay. live in a city called Garden Grove now yeah um, I know where that is yeah yeah so are you from like uh, like you went to LA LA or like Southern California um, so Southern California I lived in Roland Heights okay. I don't know if you know it <laughs> yeah oh my yeah, gosh that's so I funny in Roland. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay um, so, okay, so, sorry. Uh, but, um, so tell me, you cho- you found a school. Was there a specific reason you chose this school? Um, I looked at two schools out in LA. Uh-huh. Um, one was in, like, the heart of LA, like, the city of LA. Okay. And then the one that I went to was in Burbank, California. Okay, okay. So it's kind of like the epicenter of, like, all the film studios out sure. in Burbank. And so um, I looked at both of them, but... I felt more of a pull to go to the Burbank school because I, they had a longer program and um, I just, I liked their style of Mm. like how they went about the program. And, you know, they even gave um, a hairstyling class 
um, it, it's just for hairstyling, no like cut or color, but it's just to teach how to style hair uh, for bridal, for like, um, you know, the decades, like 20s, 30s oh, hairstyles. So, so yeah, they, they had a hair hairstyling class, which I really liked. And so um, that's kind of why I chose that school. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, sorry, one more thing. Uh, one more yes. thought came to me as I was reflecting on your story. But like what I thought was very interesting what you were sharing is that you were never into makeup. But like, yeah. like in the when you were younger. Um yeah. I mean, like, you know, because it's like it's it's unusual, I feel like, to yes. want to pursue that if you never were into it in the very like when you were younger. Yeah. But I think it's really yeah. cool that you were able to share that part of your story because people listening, it's like you don't mm-hmm. you don't always have to be interested or into something in from the start you know you can find your passion later too which is so great that's so awesome yeah um okay so I want to know about makeup school like what is it like like I yeah I mean and how long is the program yes okay um there's actually a like different programs that they offer um and they had one for like three months, one for six months. Um, and I took the six month class. So it's very intensive because you go to school Monday through Friday, um, like 9am to 4pm. So Mm -hmm. you're there literally all day and all week, but it's for six months. And that's like the entire program is six months. So you go from like beauty makeup and then you learn hairstyling you have like a business course where they teach you how to create a website how to create business cards and um, just kind of the business aspect of being a makeup artist and then um, special effects is like the last like six weeks or so um, of the program and so total is a six-month program and then they also have like you know smaller shorter programs that are only for like if you're not into special effects and you don't want to learn it you can just do like like the beauty um, makeup course, which is like three months. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so like um, how much, like, so what do classes look like? Like at what point, I mean, I'm sure you have to like practice on people, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what is that? How do you do, how do they do so that? So we practiced on each other. So oh. I had like a class, our class was like around 20 something people. So we would pair off into pairs and then we would just practice on each other okay so the teacher would like teach you know how to do a certain like technique Mm -hmm. and then we would go into our partners and then we would practice on each other Mm -hmm. um whatever we learned that day yeah so that would be like all day (laughs) that's so funny I mean (laughs) Um, so like um was there a point when you started the program where you like had solidified your like desire to do this so um even up to the point of me moving to LA I was like I don't even know if I'm gonna be good at this Mm. that's like my I really jumped into it um just hoping and praying that like this was this was it like this was my path Mm -hmm. and so um even before I started school, I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be good at makeup. I've never even done makeup on someone before. Um, I don't even know, like, if I'll be talented in this, if I if this is really for me. But I think it was like the first week I started school, I was like, I knew 
okay, like this is it. Like this is it. I loved it. I loved it so much. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Weren't you kind of scared? I was so scared. I was terrified because, you know, the tuition is not cheap and I, you know, paid like so much money to come here. I moved across the country to go to the school. And so I, there was a lot on the line for me, like going to makeup school. So I was actually really, really scared. I was terrified that I wouldn't like it, that this wasn't going to be, you know, um, a good investment on my part. And so I was really worried and scared, but I truly believe that God brought me to LA, that he, he led me there because, um, you know, my, my testimony and how I came to know Christ is actually really weaved into, um, my story of becoming a makeup artist too. And so just like my journey going from Georgia to LA and then my life in LA, Mm -hmm. um, it's all really a testimony of like God leading me and like of how he was bringing me to LA to meet him there. And, you know, that, and even that story, just like me going to LA, it wasn't even just for makeup. And now that I look back on it, I really see how God had led me there and that he, it was purposeful for me to go there. And yeah, I was so scared and I was like terrified that I wouldn't be good at it, that I didn't, that would, I wouldn't like it, but I ended up loving it. I loved school the, the first week I was there, um, I just knew that this was what I wanted to do. That, I mean, like, as you're talking, my heart is just, like, so excited. Because <laughs> it's like, I mean, what a gift, you know? Like, yeah. to be able to find something and say that you, like, love it. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. know, it's unfortunate that there are many people out there that can't say that, you know? Yeah, and, I know. But, oh, man, that's amazing. That's so awesome. That's so cool. Okay. <laughs> so moving on a little bit. Um, sorry, I, I just get so into like yeah. what people say. Um, but yeah, so uh, after you, so you graduate, I guess. Yes. And, um, and then you start, you, you had mentioned before that there's a career person that kind of helps you yeah. find jobs. And um, so that, I guess, do a lot of uh, makeup artist schools um, have that kind of program where they'll have like counselors that will help you find jobs okay yeah okay that's good to know so you didn't want to go into bridal you wanted to do Mm -mm. film and stuff too Mm -hmm. so when you said you learned special effects what is that like blood and stuff like what what's special yeah like um (laughs) like special effects would be kind of like uh you know cuts bruises old age um you know just realistic makeup i think and special effects would be just like making something look like a certain way so a cut or a bruise or you know making someone look older than they already are or older than they look and then um you know just there's other aspects of special effects too like you can do prosthetics you can do you know like a full face you know like uh, monsters and stuff like mm-hmm. that so those would all be a part of the special effects okay. category yeah cool. um so what brought you back to atlanta 
So I worked <laughs> out in LA uh-huh. for, um, you know, a couple years, like I want to say two to three years after so si- six months of schooling. And then I freelanced in LA for around two, three years. And um, during that time, I worked on films and, you know, just kind of built up my resume as a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. And um, it's almost very similar to the way I left Georgia I came back to Georgia it was very sudden it was a very quick decision but in my heart I knew it was the right thing to do and I I felt like once again God was leading me back home and so um I had wrapped like a really big project I had just wrapped a huge film that I was working on and then like a couple weeks into my my resting like time after you know wrapping this film I just really felt like I needed to go home Mm -hmm. and um I don't even know what it was like I don't know why there was no particular reason um that I needed to come back I didn't even have to come back I could have stayed in LA but I I just really felt like I needed to come home Mm -hmm. at that certain time in my life and so just like how I had packed up and left Georgia I packed up and I left California and I came back (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you're back. Um, yes, <laughs> me too. You, um, I feel like, but um, so, and then you came back, and you know, I you is the film industry not as large? I mean, I know it's not as large here, but it's growing. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. Um, is it that you just decided? Oh, I wanted to do bridal, or what made you make that decision to not really go back into film? So in the beginning, when I actually moved back to Atlanta, I was really gung-ho on trying to get into the film industry. So I did, you know, networking and, but, you know, like I had to start from the bottom again, you know, like I did in LA, I had to start from the bottom because all of my networking and all of the people that I had come into contact with are all out in LA. Mm. And so I had to start all over again here. So I had to network, I had to work for free, I had to do long night shoots where I didn't get paid. Um, I had to do all of those things all over again. And so in the beginning, it was like really, really hard for me because I was like, I really don't want to do this all over again. You know, I've already come like three years into my career and I had to like go back from the you know, to the start and just start from the bottom again. Mm -hmm. And so I tried it and I worked on it and I really, you know, put myself out there. But then, you know, film industry here is a lot more different than LA. In LA, there's a lot of um, like indie films that are being shot. There's a lot of filmmakers that are just, you know, out there shooting, making, creating. And there's like teams of people who are willing to, you know, work together to create something. And then I feel like in Atlanta, it's a lot more of like the big, um, like blockbuster films that are being shot here. But those films are um, only you can you have you can only work on those film sets if you are a part of the makeup union mm-hmm. and so there's a union that you have to be a part of in order to work on a um, a big film set like that and so I know there's a lot of films that are being shot and like a lot of tv shows are being filmed here in Atlanta and the film industry is like really growing here but a lot of those films and tv shows are more union um, films so it's harder for a makeup artist like me who's just starting out to um, get on a film set like that. And I so, see. yeah. I see. Yeah. I feel like that would be really tough to come back from 
um, having a network in LA and then coming yeah. here and not really knowing how to put your foot back into the door when it, even yes. the industry is not as large as it was, you know, you had so much other opportunities in LA mm-hmm. to work with. I see. Okay. So like, um, so all that happened, mm-hmm. then, like, how did you start your, your bridal business then, the bridal makeup business? So, um, I was going to church. I was going to Johns Creek Korean Church, mm-hmm. and I had met a friend there. Her name is Rachel, and um, she is actually the first person who gave me um, a job <laughs> as a bridal makeup artist. So her older sister was getting married, and so she, you know, introduced me to her and connected me to her, and then I was able to do her hair and makeup for her wedding her older sister and that was my first wedding here in Atlanta and um I think that was just kind of the start of it all and then uh Rachel she you know I I'm so thankful for Rachel because she actually helped me and believed in me when I didn't really have a you know, a, a portfolio for bridal here. It was all film stuff. I I only worked on films. I only worked on, you know, like things that are not related to bridal at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Rachel, she knew I was a makeup artist and she kind of, you know, trusted in me and she believed in me. And so she actually introduced me to her sister. And then I ended up doing Rachel for her wedding. And then all of her friends after that who got married, um, you know, I did their hair and makeup too. So it all just became kind of like word of mouth. And then, um, you know, people just referring me to, you know, their friends. And so that's kind of how it started. That's how the ball started. And then through, through those weddings, I was able to meet other, you know, vendors, other like photographers Mm -hmm. and people that work in the wedding industry. And then they would refer me to their clients. And so it was just all like a snowball effect from there. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. It's for friends that trust us, huh? Yes. That's amazing. Uh, wow. Um, so like, how do you like bridal now? Have you come to like find a special place in your heart for it? Or Yes, yeah. I have. Yes, yeah. yes, I um, have. You know, I know you mentioned before that a typical wedding day is so crazy for you and mm-hmm. you don't even get to eat, which is, I mean, I would imagine so. Like, you just yeah. after the other, you can't really be like, oh, excuse me, like, yeah. <laughs> while I go eat. But um, so even, you know, during that hard work, um, what what's the best part for you? Um, I think the best part for me working in bridal mm-hmm. is that I get to really talk to people Mm. you are kind of stuck in my chair sitting in front of my face for like an hour and so I get to you know chat with them I get to talk to them and I found that I have like the most meaningful conversations with the people that sit in my chair because you know I get to share my story because they ask me all the time they're like how did you get into makeup how did you you know become a makeup artist and then once we get talking I share my story I share my testimony through my story and then through that we get to have a very like meaningful conversation and they share their story they share how they met their fiance how you know they grew up and we just talk about all sorts of things. And so I think the best part for me working in bridal and just being a makeup artist in general is that I get to connect with people. I get to just have really deep, meaningful conversations with people and just have that connection with them. And just being a part of um, 
someone's life milestone for me is such an honor, like to be able to be a part of their wedding day, to be a part of their engagement, like be a part of, you know, even for like a baby, um, like hunt, like tall, you know, they get their hair and make moms get their hair and makeup done. So just being a part of like, you know, their whole like life milestone, like I'll, I'll start with their engagement shoot and then I'll do their wedding and then I'll do their baby shower and then I'll do their baby's tour and then I'll do you know like it's like I just get to see like every part of their life you know and I get to be a part of that so it's really special for me that's awesome yeah amazing um okay so what are them you know that's the good stuff are there mm-hmm. some challenging stuff for you that some sometimes maybe you don't really like doing that's part of the job? Um I don't think there's anything that I don't like mm-hmm. doing um as a makeup artist, but I think the most challenging part for me is um just overcoming like self-doubt. I think is like mm-hmm. like the hardest part for me as an artist. And um, I'm sure a lot of creative people can relate um, because I'm like my biggest critic, you know, like when I see my work, I like nitpick at like little things. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have fixed this or, you know, things like that. And then when other people look at it, they're like, it looks beautiful. Like it looks great, you know? And so I think for me, like just overcoming that like self-doubt of, oh, like I need to work on this. I need to do this better. And um, having like that, I guess, inner turmoil of like, I need to become a better artist, or I want to work on this, or I should do this better, or am I not good enough? Like all of this, all of these things, like kind of go through my head. And so just kind of overcoming that and working on that, like all the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think it, I know a lot of I've had so many conversations with other creative people too that, you know, go through the same thing. It's a lot of that self doubt, like self criticism of their own work. And, um, and so I think that is the hardest part for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but just overcoming that is also a journey. And I think mm-hmm. I'm starting to enjoy the ups and downs of that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I can definitely resonate with that. I'm my mm. own worst, what, what's the saying? Yes. Worst critic. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand that feeling. But um, I feel like, um, and even more so, you know, because like you have a client that needs, mm-hmm. if they're not satisfied either. Yes. Yeah. And it's like another part of that self-doubt that creeps yes, in. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, what what do you do to like, like you're saying you're working on it. And for those mm-hmm. listening, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people can resonate. Um, yeah. Do you have any, anything that you do in particular to kind of um, hone your craft and make yourself more confident in what you do? Yeah, so I do a lot of work outside of um, just doing bridal. I work on myself a lot. Like I work on like makeup on myself Mm. or I'll do a lot of um, creative shoots. So for me to really like continue doing this and not get burnt out from doing like bridal, I have to do like something creative on the side. So I do, I, I really try to work on you know, having creative shoots where I just have a bunch of creative people and like come together and we do photo shoots. We do, you know, like someone can be the photographer, another person wardrobe, another person who does hair and just to all come together and create something like I really love doing that. And so in my free time, I love 
doing stuff like that just like doing creative shoots where we get to just do whatever we want like not even have like a criteria of what we need to do but just to let like our creativity flow from whatever we want to do and um and so I love doing stuff like that I think that really helps me um hone my craft and also to overcome those moments of self-doubt and it just helps me release like some of that tension and some of that like you know self-criticism of my work and I get to just be free and I get to just do something that I want to do you know yeah that's so yeah. great wow that's really cool and it's like I love <laughs> the collaborative aspect of it all too yeah I'm sure you're not alone in that feeling within the yeah within those creatives as well and not having like like you said any criteria to to kind mm-hmm. of fence you guys in yeah oh, that's so fun yeah <laughs> um okay well you know um what an, another thing that I was wondering about um mm-hmm. within your job too um financially if it's okay if I ask um okay are you able to sustain like you know a uh, a stable financial way of life I don't know how Mm-mm. to even ask this question really um yeah. by just just your bridal events alone or do you need to um subsidize that cost of living with something mm-hmm. something else like another job so in the beginning um it it is not stable so um it's really hard to make a living off of just bridal and so I think that's why a lot of artists <clears throat> we do other creative work like we do photo shoots paid photo shoots Mm -hmm. we do you know other like senior portraits or you know we we do a lot of other things throughout the week like Monday through Friday that are not wedding Saturdays and so um I think with just bridal unless you have like multiple weddings like within one weekend or like every weekend is booked Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of hard to make a living off of just doing bridal as a makeup artist and you know I'm gonna be really honest it's really hard like financially it's really hard as a makeup artist and I know that's a lot of the reasons why a lot of my creative friends um, who are in the wedding industry or just makeup artists or hairstylists a lot of um, my friends have Monday through Friday jobs and then they do bridal on the side on the weekend okay yeah (laughs) yeah I tried I tried that once and I was like I I can't do it you know Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah we I I did have to work Monday through Friday and have a different job and then just do weddings on the weekends. And that was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I am fully freelancing. So I don't have a you know weekday job and I'm just freelancing right now, but it's still pretty hard to financially, you know, support myself like consistently. Cause you know, even with like COVID and just like, y- like you just never know what's going to happen. And so, um, I think it's a lot of like making sure you have money saved up and you have to be very good with money management in this career because you never know when you're not going to have a job or when you're going to have your next job, you know? So as a freelancer, I think it's, it's pretty hard, but once you get into um, a nice groove of things and you can find consistent work throughout the week and also uh, weddings on the weekends, I think you can make, you know, a great living off of just doing makeup yeah oh, that's awesome that's promising 
for those yes. <laughs> that really are uh, wanting to do something in this uh, direction in this job. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry, I I remembered a question that I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. while you were chatting. Um, have you ever had a client that was not satisfied? Um, I think I have. I've had clients that weren't satisfied, uh-huh. um, but usually we would talk through it right then and there. Okay. And then I would, I would try to, um, you know, fix or do something to kind of help them feel a little bit better about what, you know, what is going on. Okay. So, yeah. And I, I really like to have them check in on the work, but I would, I would say like, you know, makeup and hair is a process. And so when you see it in the first stages, you're like, like, I don't know, this is, this, is look, <laughs> this looks really weird, you know, but then at, at the end, when you see the final product, it's, it's a lot more different. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't typically like to, you know, have a mirror in front of me all the time, because they'll constantly kind of check in on, you know, what's going on. Um, and so sometimes that can actually deter you know, the process, because they're like, Oh, wait, this looks a little like this, or, you know, and they keep trying to fix certain things when it's not fully finished. And so, um, but I'll still like have them check in in the middle, just to make sure, you know, this looks okay, that they're happy with it. Um, And, you know, I've had times when clients are not happy um, with the final look. And so we'll go back and I'll say, okay, let's, because makeup, you can erase it. You can take it off. You can start over. You can tweak. You can, you know, just makeup is not permanent. And so I, I truly think that it's not something that like we can, we can't fix. And so I always, you know, show them what we can do, or I talk to them and we just kind of talk through the process and then we can fix whatever they, you know, are needing to fix. So that's good yeah. to know. And you know, and you're right, makeup is not permanent. Yes. <laughs> it can be adjusted. That's that's yeah. really good. Um, I feel like as a perfectionist myself, like mm-hmm. I would be like so kind of freaked out but if they were not satisfied. But yeah, yeah. you could just erase it. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you so do you like doing hair too? Or like is it kind of like makeup's your first love and then hair is like secondary? Yes. So makeup is my first love and hair is secondary for me. Okay. So I, I guess I would prefer to do makeup more uh-huh. than I would prefer to do hair. Like if I had to choose one or the other, I would choose makeup. Okay. Um, but I do still enjoy doing hair and okay. I, I love, you know, doing hair. Um, I really enjoy it, but yeah, I would say makeup is my, my first choice. Nice. Um, well, and also, like, I know you said that you didn't really, like, you weren't really into makeup when you mm-hmm. were younger. But then, like, yeah. did you have an artistic side? Like, did you? I did. Okay. Yeah. I went to art school, like, all throughout my, when I was, like, in elementary school, okay. middle school. Okay. I went to art school. Like, outside of school, I would go to art school. Oh, okay. So, I, I was very um into art. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted to ask. Because uh, me, myself, I... I, I I'm not my brain doesn't work that way I'm not very mm-hmm. good at drawing and stuff but yeah I, I enjoy makeup but I feel like um I mean would you say someone that is more creative and artistic in that way would probably enjoy doing makeup more than those that are not yes okay. I think so okay. yeah because I mean there's like is... colors and stuff you got yes okay 
Yeah, yeah. Makeup is all about color. And it's not even about like, you know, like, if this eyeshadow is made for eyeshadow, you don't have to use it as eyeshadow. You can use it as a blush. You can use it as a lipstick. You know, like, it's just all about color and texture and then, like, contrast, like, from light and dark. Mm. So it's really all about working with color and light. And so um, I think with, you know, anyone who is into art and into drawing, into painting, I think anyone like that would enjoy doing makeup. Yeah. That's awesome. All yeah. Right. Well, um, Susanna, was there anything else that maybe you had on your mind that you wanted to share during this time? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, um, we're actually coming to the end of our time together. And usually I ask my guests before uh, we end, um, if there is any advice that you have for somebody, mm-hmm. maybe thinking about going into this industry or um, any just general life advice that you'd want to give? Um, I would say I really am a firm believer of, you know, doing something you love will really, you know, it'll reward you in the end. Because I think um, when you do something you love, it's not really work. You're doing something that you're like really passionate about. So it's not like you're working, you know, it's you're doing something that um, you're passionate about that you're really excited to do. And so I, I'm an advocate for following your dreams. And so if, if makeup and being a makeup artist is your dream, then I would say go for it. Um, I would highly, highly recommend this job because it's so much fun. It's, um, you know, really rewarding to see like the final result and final photos or final project that you worked on. Um, I would say that it's a lot of hard work and a lot of, um, you know, uncertainty when it comes to freelancing. But I think if you work hard and you just keep at it, I think, you know, it's some it's a job that is so rewarding. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> your advice and um, your words of wisdom today. I know people listening will be really encouraged by your story of just like, you know, going for it. Yes. You know, <laughs> and just leaving the results up to God, really. And mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just so powerful and moving and inspiring for me, you know, even to like be able to just take that risk, not even really being certain, right? Like that's faith, right? Like not being certain of what's going to happen, but the desire to see Mm -hmm. purpose in your life. And I just am so grateful for you, Susanna. Thank (laughs) you so much um, for being so vulnerable tonight. Um, would it be okay if like someone had questions about yeah. your career to reach out to you? Oh, yes. Yes. Of awesome. course. Thank you so yeah. much. So guys, you heard it here. If you have any questions about being a makeup artist, makeup school, or even just life in general, I'm sure uh, Susanna here would love to hang out and um, chat with you for a little bit. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and um, ha- or have any questions, and just we, we love your feedback. So uh, feel free to DM me um, through social media, or you can email us at podcastwigu at gmail.com. Um, Thank you again, Susanna, for your time today. Thank you for having me. Of course. I loved it. I really enjoyed our time. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.